caught us snacking. Match 87. Food Gwyneth. news eventually. Gwyneth. The Gwyneth episode. So no food news this time, actually. I no apologize food. for misleading you there. It's all life news this episode. Mm-hmm. It was part of our How to Live series. Um, we've done, uh, we've done th- a number of these. This is the fourth, yeah. All signs point to this being an ongoing series. Well, there will be a fifth. But we've st- we started with Holding David's Water. That's episode 66. What David Foster Wallace taught us about life. Mm-hmm. And what was the subject matter that he gave us? It was a speech. A, uh, what are Commence- those called? Commencement, commencement address. The gist was there is the, there's the potential for eternal bliss in everyday moments. Soul crushing despair or eternal bliss in everyday moments. Waiting in line in like the grocery store. It's all about perception, really. Then we did. Then we fondled Wendell's berries in episode seventy-one. That's a uh, Wendell Berry, prominent uh, farm poet dude. Uh, and that one was all about ooh affection, in, affection, affection for hard-earned knowledge. Really. Hey, last week's episode, Escabona. Yeah. One of the final panels at Escabona, a young man named Errol was a highfalutin faluter at Whole Foods for quite some time. Mm-hmm. He's up there. He's, he quotes it. Quotes it Barry? All, it all turns on affection. Love it. I said, you bet your ass it does. You said, Natch, in episode 71. That's and then 71. episode 75, uh, Curtis and Saunders. In that one, we explore uh, the delicate mind of George Saunders. That he one get, I was not alive for. That was the episode where I was... You were pretty checked out. <laughs> I was almost dead. You, you did okay. Full on story. When you go back and listen to it... Yeah, bear in mind that we recorded two in one day. Yeah, that was rough. And that's always hard for Mark. Well, when my sorghums flares up, it is. Yeah, but it was a good episode. We had some really good music, I remember. It was that uh, Joy Division-y thing that I wrote about the kid that I knew that wore tuxedos. You know what I remember about that show? Hmm. The evocative image we had for the timestamp of the old man Mm. and the swings alone by himself. Sitting all alone. On the playground. That's why we had it. Oh, it was a lyric from the music. You got to go back and listen to these episodes. I mean, come on. That's a short one. So yeah. how do you follow up, the, uh, follow up that trifecta? You go deep. And Gwyneth Paltrow is what you do. Goop it. Goop it. Gwyneth Paltrow. Real Did you quick, tell Mark. To text me? You, oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, that's your job. The first thing out of the gate. Here we go. Natch 87. Whisper in your lover's ear. Yes. And what that means if you're new to the show. Our, our listenership is growing, Mark. So Many gotta, of you are. Got to let them in. Long-time listeners, bear with us as we sort of walk through the new-time listeners. Yeah. So whisper in your lover's ear. What's that mean? Mm. That means spread the word. Tell tell your your lover how much you enjoyed Natch. Just, and if you really want it to sink in, wait till they're drifting off to sleep at night. And just Natch. I was going to say that. Natch dot is. Yeah, don't you worry. At real Natch on social media. Food news eventually. Just like that, and then. You're going to want to get the newsletter. We sent out a newsletter with every single episode with all sorts of... The newsletter is becoming the go-to document for this show. It's a it historical is. record. It's a window into our minds and how we make this mm-hmm. sausage. Yep. It's got little little bonus bitties in there. So many treats. And how do you get that? You text the Soundhawk. That's Mark Brush, my uh, co-host here. I'm Josh Tyson. He's Mark Brush. He's the Soundhawk. And you can text him at 303-548-6877. Mark... First blush, Gwyneth Paltrow. When did she enter your consciousness, Mark? That's what I'd like to know right well, now. I wanted to call this episode Gwyneth's Head in a Box. It was a little aggressive. A little aggressive. I think we're going to not do that. But Seven, the movie Seven. 
And all all you think of her in that movie is just a head in a box. No, not... well, I'm, she was an, an, a lovely creature that was not treated well. She was a fulcrum to the plot, really. But She was a fulcrum to the plot. But, you know, whatever, a head in a box. But, I mean, from there, I don't know. I, you know, I knew, I don't know a lot about her still. Chris Martin, I know she did a hops banging fun road trip in Spain with Mario Batali and Mark Bittman. I've heard about that. Great PBS show. Check it out. I like, I think. Are my levels okay? You're fine. And we can fix anything later. So let's not get into that now. <sighs> I'm allowed to question my levels. You're allowed to do whatever you want. What so I was going to say. I know her say, from there. Where else do I know her? So my, I think my favorite Gwyneth oh, performance. Oh, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. Yeah, I like her in Royal Tenenbaums. I think she's really good as Margot Tenenbaum. Nailed it. Great performance. She's all secretive with her little wooden finger and smoking her cigarettes. Dark eyes. Great, great character. Uh, Sliding Doors. That was actually the name of that piece of intro music. That one, not so good, but it's, it's, an int- it's almost like a sci-fi romantic comedy. You mean the intro music not so good? The intro music was top notch. Eh. This movie. Eh. You going to go back and fix it? No, I'm leaving it as is. Oh, it's boy. fine. What's all wrong right. with it? It's fine. It's fine. It, it was like a quick rush job. Not yeah, you're talking not about it. sliding doors. I don't know sliding doors. Is that, is it's that? like where she falls in love with this, I think two different dudes, or maybe it's the same dude, but there's like two alternate timelines going on. Is based ben on Affleck like, in this? No, it's, it's a set in... Did she ever it's date like in English. She's, Ben Affleck? She plays a, a Londoner. Oh, God. Did she date Ben Affleck? Not that I'm aware of. She dated Brad Pitt. She dated Brad Pitt. She married... Chris Martin. She unconsciously coupled Chris Martin, mm-hmm. romantically linked with Mark Brush. What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who else has been in her life? I don't know. I don't, I don't. Who gives a shit about that? I want to know what's in her mind. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So she gets a lot of flack. How for can being... we learn how to live from Gwyneth? Because she, she'll tell you. She was. I mean, for, she gets a lot of shit for people for like just. She's got opinions. Yeah. She's not afraid to speak them. Just like us. So here's the first thing I contributed to this. What do we have? Like four or five things to help us get inside the mind. Yep. Extract the wisdom so that we can change our lives. For the better. This is a photo. Instagram. Link in the doc. Photo in the doc. You meant that you can sign up for. 303-548-6877. Hashtag no makeup for my 44th birthday. Embracing my past and future. Thank you for the insta love. Hashtag goop goes makeup free at goop what happens when you click on the hashtag goop, go, goop goes well, makeup i just see mark. a natural beauty is what i say huh that doesn't look i like think this is a trend it we is. Gotta, well, gotta, no i mean there's a natural beauty is always in on trend yeah <laughs> but it, above and beyond that among the millennials well have you been watching alicia, alicia keys on whippersnappers the, alicia keys on the voice you've seen our you've seen our our, our homies at Dirty Lemon, they got a whole campaign on F makeup. F makeup. F makeup. I think it's for their skin and hair tonic line of beverage. Probably has something to do with that. But you know what? Like, it's a thing. So that's the first thing you can learn. I mean, that would be annoying F to, makeup. to have social pressure to put on makeup every day. You, li- you live in an you live in a household that is fueled by the beauty industry. I do, and my wife goes through. A transformation each morning. Really? Not not very lengthy though. She's pretty quick actually. Hmm. For as Does she ever glamorous as she looks it? when she goes out the door, I think she kind of enjoys it. She's she can get all she gets her hair and makeup done in about fifteen minutes. It's fifteen minutes. She's an expert. Me. She's a pro. 
She is a pro. But if I had to do that every day, that'd be a problem. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, no makeup. Your problems. I'm not even sure what that means. Uh, so yeah, that's very nice, Mark. Thank you for this (laughs) Instagram photo. Just warming you up. That's just Um, a tiny little nugget. I can go. Just settle down. You're you're a little on edge over there. We got time. Okay, I'm just feeling the pinch, man. Oh, you got a pinch nerve in your shoulder? No. Here we go. So this is not Gwyneth, but it is Gwyneth. Goop. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Dr. Habib Sadegi and Dr. Sherry Sammy. So Goop started as a newsletter, right? And then it became a website. I think that's the lineage. The, Is it? The lineage. The, was it? She took some Shakespeare money and put it in a newsletter? It's an, this is her thing, right? Her media platform. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. I thought she left it, though. I read it all the time. We should know more newsletter. about it before I we... I get that. I get the, the scoop. The, the, the skim. The skim. Our invisible attachments, choosing intimacy over sterility. Let me set this up for you. You do that while I set up my mic in a more comfortable position. Okay. Divorce rates in the U.S. are pretty staggering. 50% in 2015. Which is a testament to the fact that keeping the marriage fires stoked over the years is no easy feat. Perpetual respect, attraction, delight. What is that noise? It's a truck, man. And not wanting to get divorced at the same time. Is hard enough before you add in that secret sauce of work stress, children, and sometimes not parallel personal growth trajectories. As Dr. Habib Sadegi and Dr. Sherry Sammy outlined below, there might be another complicating factor at play that's far more biological. One bathroom, one love. Oh, yeah. They talk about this trend. A trend? A trend to build big houses, build, hey, you got the room, you got the yeah. money, give yourself a sep- separate bedroom. Hey, give yourself a separate bathroom. Oh, no. No way. Secret damage being done every day. When a couple opts for separate bathrooms, it usually leads to separate houses and eventually divorce. I believe it. Can it really be that absence, even under the same roof, makes the heart grow less fond? The answer is yes, it can. Logistics aside, sharing space keeps us bonded to our partners in ways that are primal, which I I will get into. I totally agree. Of course you do. Well, I mean, many people, we have this. We have a small house. You can, yeah. you can be walking all over yourselves. The kids are at your feet. Oh, yeah. Oh, it'd be nice to have a different sink. Oh, it'd be nice to have a different bathroom. I've never wanted a different bed. No, never that. When I, when my wife and I, before we were married, we had a small apartment in Chicago together. Um, and the bathroom was like, you kind of walked in the, when you entered the apartment, it was like a big open kitchen. And then off to one side, there was the bathroom. And we would always just use the bathroom with the door open. Both of us, because whatever. We'll talk. We like to communicate. We talk while we're... It's coming know. up. If you don't like pop-ins while you're on the pot. I don't mind a pop-in. But our friend... We had some friends visit us. My boy Weaver. And oh, the, Weave. Yeah, the Weave dog. Chili dog. And uh, he he couldn't believe... He asked some question about, do you guys aren't you afraid of hearing her hearing you pooping? And I was like, dude, I don't even close the door. He's like, What? And his girlfriend was with him, and she said, oh, my God, Sometimes never. you tape it and drop it into a podcast as a little sound nugget. That was peeing. That wasn't pooping. Oh, that. <laughs> oh, right. Um, Moving on. No, but but that's the thing. I mean, I, but actually, Weaver, they're still together. So, well, so right, maybe different approaches can work. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, but let me make the case for you. So here's, here's some of the things that these doctors bring up. A lot of the times, you don't even know what your partner's doing during the day. And so it's common practice. You get ready for bed together. Mm. 
You're doing your routines together. Mm-hmm. You'd finally share some info for what happened in the day. Oh, yeah. A piece of advice? Participate in some aspect of your partner's nighttime routine. Hey. Ooh. Comb your wife's hair. I Apply lotions. <laughs> I lotion my wife's back Shower all the time. together. The point is mutual grooming, and I hey. think we're on point with that. We know all about that from Desi Morris and the Naked Ape. It's, it's like a it's social lubricant, man. Of course it's going to keep your marriage nice and slippy. Take in your partner's scent. Wear her bathrobe. Hmm. Share a towel or a t-shirt to swap sebums with each other. What's a sebum? That's your oily, skinny, skinny oilies. Skinny oilies. Okay. My right. wife uses my robe a lot. Ugh, that's not what we need. Is that little baby robe yours in there? What baby robe? There's a tiny little robe in that bathroom. No, that's the kid's robe. I have like a, a maroon okay. polyester Jesus. robe. I, like, like it's out of the question that you would walk around in a little baby robe. <laughs> I don't wear baby robes. <laughs> Try to line somewhere. So the sebum, that's an actual thing that you could like, I mean, you're not noticing it, but there's... There's sebum on me right now? Oh, sure. When you rub skins with each other, but you're also spraying pheromones into the air. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, you are. Since the late 1990s, a mountain of evidence has been building, demonstrating that humans probably do have a vomeronasal. And it's most likely connected to the nasal septum. So you're supposed to keep it dirty. You don't do the antiseptics. You don't do the antimicrobials. You don't do a lot of fragrance and perfume. Or or high-powered fragrant hair products. Mm. I don't know about that. You don't want to cover up that those pheromones and scent stuff coming from the partner. You should come smell my armpit right now. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Because it is stinky. I thought that was true. Subtle stuff. You can't see that happening, but it's happening. Wait, kiss for five consecutive minutes each day. The kissing doesn't have to lead to sexual activity. (laughs) What's the point? I will. If it does, that's fine. But the main goal is to make a consistent physical connection every day. Five consecutive minutes seems... It's a make-out sesh. <coughs> yeah, that is. That's half... It's like... It's like uh, that's longer than most boning gonna... sessions, you know? How to live, part four. <laughs> <laughs> take baths together. Uh, I don't know if... Jo- that's Josh's sacred space. He may name No, no. I, we take... Our bathtub is too small when we're in hotels. What are sure. You, you're just getting all antsy over there. I'm just getting comfy, dude. All right. If you don't like pop-ins while you're on the pot... Say so, but you might want to leave the door unlocked during your shower in case your partner wants to slip in and surprise you. Slip in is right, huh? The point of all this is that there are very, quote, very real physiological and chemical connection. Okay, I didn't set the the whatever to our intimate partners is going on just beyond our, hey, beyond our awareness. (laughs) It's strengthened when we share our intimate spaces because like the rest of the animal kingdom, we're leaving our scent everywhere. Mark and territory. There you go. That's a little bit of goop. It's a little bit of goop. Well, keep your partnership strong. Yeah, share your odors. Groom each other. You're probably just farting your way around this house all day. You got it. There's Naked Ape 101, dude. And I got one more. Oh, sorghum. And then then I'll hand it over to you. This one is a pure tabloid, but it's Gwyneth Paltrow's six weirdest relationship tips. Am I popping my mic? I'm all right. I think you're good. Haley Eber, New York Post, back in 2014. But how can we extract some life lessons out of this? Come on, help me. On Chelsea Handler's show in 2013, Paltrow advised against yelling and screaming at your man. Instead, according to Handler's recollection, Paltrow said, whatever you're feeling, do the opposite. Go at him with love. Give him a blowjob. All right. 
This is odd, though. Handler's recollection. <laughs> they don't. They don't have it recorded somewhere. It is odd. I just said that off camera, off mic. Um, whatever you're feeling. So I, I think she got some. She got yeah. Whatever. If you're mad, just just one idiot. Don't yell. Blow. Blow. I don't know. Don't I mean, that seems like a dude wrote that one to me. Uh, this article Did Chris was, Martin slip in? This, <laughs> like, Chris Martin's going to come, come, is the rest of them, but this one was no Chris Martin. Oh, okay. This is by Haley. I think that's a lady. In 2012, Paltrow, so I don't know what we could extract from that. Just more blowing. Right, well, okay. That's a very male response, Mark. I'm trying to give you an opportunity to give us the female response, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> In 2012, Paltrow told Harper's Bazaar that an old-fashioned approach to relationships was key. I want to maintain my marriage and my family, so I have to be here when he, husband Chris Martin, comes home, she said. You have to be a wife. Hmm. Very controversial again. Both of these. Because it's just kind of old-timey. Old-timey. And through the lens now of the unconscious coupling with Chris Martin, it does create a sense of uncertainty around But it's an uncoupling. It's not like a bitter divorce, right? Well, we're going to get to that. But hold on now. Um, Because what's interesting is when you you look at gender roles, which is a touchy subject, my lens is, of course, The Naked Ape, which was our book club uh, selection a few episodes back before Joan Didion. Oh, which, by the way, if you're waiting for the Joan Didion book club this episode, you can keep waiting. It'll be in 88. This one's all about Gwyneth. But... There are biological roles that each gender inhabits. You know what else people might want? What? Week eight in the face tips, NFL picks. Oh, sorry. You're not going to get those. Not you're going to be on your own making um, NFL predictions. So We'll come back with that in 88. See what I'm saying, week. though? The, the, there are biological reasons that some of these roles exist, but they existed because we used to live in more primal times where we kind of I needed know, to rely on each other saying. in different ways. Now we live in a more luxurious, open society. So a lot of the, the necessity of some of these roles is dissolving, but that doesn't mean you can't satiate the animal nature. Cost. Yeah, you, you know the animal side of you. What a nasty woman! Oh, Trump! <laughs> All right, buddy. Look, oh, uh, I'm saying there's room for both. All right, you can be independent and strong and successful in any way you like. But there's you know, room for both, but that creates but, a whole other problem. It's tough to pull off both. But I think if women... I find it hard. But I think men need to also be willing to, like, soften up a bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do know what you're saying. Well, if you get mad, instead of yelling, just, you know. What? Nothing. Why's, say what's it. What's what, vulgar what? about that? <laughs> what are you... You didn't say it. Well, I don't have a preferred way of saying go down. Because that seems crass, too. But I don't know. Lick. Fillate. No, that is not an appropriate word. What? Fillate? You can't fillate a female. Can you not? You cannot. Oh, cunniling then. God. Moving I'm, on. See, I'm glad you know the defi- the, I do. the textbook definition of fillet. I'm a Williams man. Tip three, give freedom. Wait, but fellatio, I thought was just oral sex on either. Oh my God, let's... We're going to get to the bottom of this. Oh, it's just fellatio. Oral stimulation of a man's penis. Oh. Well, I mean... Oh, well, I'm wrong. Huh. Well, I mean, all a clitoris is is like a... Uh, it used to, I mean, the penis and the clitoris come from the same little nub of flesh. It's just at some point well, during... You, okay, okay, you like culture in there. We've decided that this word's going to mean this. Some have decided. <laughs> yeah. Some of us living in reality. Chris is a very mad scientist, genius songwriter, Paltrow has said. So I never say, where are you? You should be home by now. 
I never place demands on him because I think he's a really talented man and he's putting something good into the world. All right, well, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> well, I would just say that both of our partners feel this way, right? Well, they must. Yeah, <laughs> just... Where are you? Oh, you're recording a podcast while I'm at work. Well, that's... Putting something good Isn't that cute? It's good into the world. Somebody has to do it. Yeah. I got to tell you, though... We've done it 87 times. You'd think, like, Coldplay's music would appeal to children... My kids don't like Coldplay. They hated that uh, Super Bowl performance. Mm. They thought it was the cheesiest bit of nonsense they've ever seen, and I'm inclined to agree. I don't think my kids have figured out cheesiness yet. It was very embarrassing. Remember, he was like, I mean, he's like older than us, and Mm -hmm. he's dancing Mm -hmm. around like he's 12. He's spry. He doesn't have back pain. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't like it. That's why I don't like it. Another tip. Relax about cheating. What? Yep. These These are some hot buttons. Yeah. Goop is pressing. Not Goop. Gwyneth, I would like to think that I would be forgiving and or forgiven, but I can't give an honest answer as I haven't really experienced that, Paltrow told Refinery29. Now listen, there's rampant speculation that that's part of the uncoupling, right? Is there? Dalliances? I don't know. Dalliances? I just assumed. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now she probably does know, but maybe she doesn't. Hey, huh. we don't Extramarital, know her. Extramarital, fellatio, and cunnilingus, and how to react. It's hard to understand what kind of life lessons to extract from what she... There's this celebrity so, component that we haven't dealt with. Well, she seems to live on her own planet in a sense. Because I think, like, this stuff is okay as long as... I mean, I don't know. Like, as long as it doesn't degrade your own dignity and make you a fucking doormat. Hmm. What do you think? Well, I think... I think When you put some of these together, there seems like a conscious decision to be very supportive of her man. Fine. And be supportive. If we want to generalize, be supportive of your partner. Of your partner. Well, there's a male, female. A lot of these are controversial because she's saying things like, I'm the wife and I want to be the wife and the traditional wife. And they were like, but you're Gwyneth. You could be something new. Well, in a sense, she is. Oh, she totally is. Look at her. She's gallivanting around the world and riding in convertibles with chefs. Not wearing makeup one day a year. I mean, it's. <laughs> Point tip five. From juice cleanses to macrobiotic diets, Paltrow has hopped on various extreme nutrition bandwagons over the years. We know this. Mm-hmm. In her 2013 <laughs> book, It's All Good, she inadvertently revealed that the whole family got to share in her dieting fun. Like, I, like that's a scandal. So everyone drink right. juice? They forced, she's force-feeding these weird special diets on her family, making them... I'm fine with her force-feeding Chris Martin. Totally. The kids? I don't oh. know. Well, that's true, yeah. If Could it's compromise their macrobiotic... Their development. They need meat. They need to grow those brains, burgers. right? Yeah, they need beast burgers. They need meat, meatless meat sweats. I got one more. All right. In countless interviews, the challenge of marriage was a key talking point for Paltrow. It's hard being married, she'd say. You go through great times. You go through terrible times. We're the same as any couple. In the moment, this is the moment of the uncoupling by the writer of this article, such quotes often read as the wasp poster girl's insincere attempts at being relatable. Oof. But now it's clear that her overshares weren't without truth. Well, that's a little bit of a dig. <laughs> so she's a human after all. <laughs> the wasp poster girl. I mean, she can't. She was born white with blonde hair and high cheekbones. What are you going to do? Yeah, she's making the most of it. And an ethereal beauty. 
<laughs> Ethereal beauty. I don't know. Is this just because you once had a relationship with her, Mark? I did not. You're just standing up for your, your old know. gal? I don't know what tips. I feel like we're not getting to the heart of Gwyneth yet. We're, this is, we're still hard. on the surface. Well, so much of it is surface. She is an actress. What has she been in But lately? she's made overtures to, to like great depth and understanding. And some of them have, That's true. have tumbled. And she's, all, and she's sort of this de facto spokesperson for good foodism. Yeah, I even though do it. her grasp of it all is a bit dubious. Dubious. That's a lesson right there. You don't have to know this shit to talk about it. Case That's true. In point. <laughs> Natch. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, we know. We know when we're off the rails. We go there on purpose. So I brought a little something to the table, too, here. <laughs> I'm ready. This is directly from goop.com. My $29 food stamp challenge and recipes and brouhaha that ensued. Last week's chef and great man, Mario Batali, challenged me to raise awareness and money for the Food Bank of New York City by trying to live on $29 for the week, what low-income families are on SNAP are trying to survive on. Food stamps. Yeah. As I suspected, we only made it through about four days when I personally broke huh. and had some chicken and fresh vegetables, and in full transparency, half a bag of black, black licorice. You, you stumbled on the punchline, but that's okay. Black licorice? That's, that's some amazing punchline. <laughs> and some black licorice. I like licorice. I like black licorice. Anise. I think I could, yeah, but I mean, I think I could resist the, the temptations of mm. black licorice. I'm not For suggesting. Three more days. I'm not three su- more days. I'm not suggesting everyone eat organic food from some high horse in the sky. I'm saying everyone should be able to afford fresh, real food. Mm-hmm. And if women were paid an equal wage, families Uh-oh. might have more of a choice in the grocery aisles, not to mention in the rest of their lives. Dropped it. I like that last bit. Is this a recent article? Because those are social concerns of the moment. They sure are, that, that everyone should be able to afford organic food. And fair wage, equal wage. That's the big ding on Whole Foods, right? It's like so expensive. It's exclusive. Right. Everyone should be able to, and that's not really their fault necessarily, but everyone should be able to eat healthy food. Everyone should have access to fresh food, organic-ish yeah. food. Well, that's, that's, we tried to disrupt the shit out of that last week at Escobona. I heard you succeeded. We, I'm, bl- we blitzed it. I'm feeling shockwaves still. We came at it with a future blitz. A future blitz. Oh, yeah. You know what's kind of trippy is as you are... Thinking wrong. Thinking so right, big, thinking wrong. So right now it's actually Friday, October... 20th? Don't tell them that. Why? It's fun. Okay. Or is it the 21st? It's 21st. We have to pre-record this one. So we're pre-recording this one because as you are uploading it, in the very moments that you are uploading it, I am at a, a big event, a TEDx Mile High Women's event. Oh, is that why we're doing Gwyneth this it's week? It's about time event. It's not actually. It's just a serendipity, baby. It is the year of the woman. <laughs> Every time I say that, I, Danielle gets mad and countless other people get mad. <laughs> well, cause, oh, because like, it's just this year? Yeah, like or you're saying that, like that now angle. moving forward. Well, right. <laughs> it's also like, uh, they're trying to repeal abortion rights across the country. Tell me about, you know. Yeah. Suck it, dude. Suck it, brush. Well, I mean, come on. Fits and starts. Overall. No, I mean, it's incredibly frustrating how long it's taken this country to get with the program and have a female presidential nominee. My son thinks it's ridiculous. That, that's how most, progressive most I am. Most kids do. Yeah, he's like... Most kids see the like, injustice. I think it's stupid that we have not a woman president. Because they know mom, and they know how important mom is. And they know that mom is smarter than dad. And they know that sometimes Especially dad tries household. to, instead of yelling, they don't know that. <laughs> Let's hope they don't know that. 
Mr. Open Door Bathroom Policy. I don't mind a pop-in on the pooper, whatever. Oh, that's called a blumpkin. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? If someone, if, if oh God, there's no, there's no delicate way. It's inappropriate. Don't put it on the show. A blowy on the pooper, dude. It's called a blumpkin. Ah, oh, that is inappropriate. But that can go both ways. <laughs> a blowy on the pooper. But that's not that's not gender gender specific. Like if it can you go if both you ways. were if you were yeah I get it. It's not a blowy then. All right. Ah. Oh. All right, but that is the stupidest. Like blowjob is a it's really just a word. But it's a dumb word. There's, yeah. There's generally not very much blowing involved. Oh, is that why? Okay. I mean, you blow with your mouth, and maybe that's it. I don't know. Hopefully not. No, I mean, you can... I'm saying you can blow with your mouth. Maybe that's why... All right, moving on. Uh, so so she, what's this? The food stamp challenge. What about it, though? She failed at it, but she, rec- she learned from it. She did. So there's a lesson. There was an opportunity to get outside her comfort zone. She took it, thanks to the great man, Mario Batali. Yeah, Mario... She tried. She gave it a full college effort and got 60% of the way there, but she didn't beat herself up when she couldn't finish Listen it. Listen to this. My perspective has been forever altered by how difficult it was to eat wholesome, nutritious food on that budget, even for just a few days. A challenge that 47 million Americans face every day, week, and year. Empathy. The lesson here is empathy. A few takeaways from the week were that vegetarian staples like dried beans and rice go a long way, and we were able to come up with a few recipes on a super tight budget. What a nasty woman. Wow, you, you're really enjoying that, aren't you? Haven't you seen that though, the people are taking no, it over? No, I know all about the nasty women. Well, he said Nasty it, but, woman. Yeah. I'm using it that way. Okay. In the progressive sense. What a sense. nasty woman. What a nasty little man you are there. <laughs> But hey, what did you just say? Empathy? One more. It is about empathizing. It's about... It is. Which is what Foster Wallace was about. She's not so detached. She can't empathize. No. And I mean, maybe this was a calculated... Maybe the depth of intellect. It's hard to match Foster Wallace or Saunders or Wendell Berry for that matter. Sure is. But you know what? The same spirit. Well, she's not a poet. Right there in that food stamp challenge. Yeah. I mean, she's not a poet or a writer. And however, like I'll misguided and delusional she might she's seem, poetry. She's written some poetry. You think that. so? Oh, I bet. she probably leaves that to her ex-husband, hubby. Oh, oh his Look poetry. Look at the stars. Yeah, his poetry tends to fall Coffee a little flat. Shine for you. Wow, that was not a single one of those notes was on. <laughs> <laughs> it was like he's in the room. <laughs> um, All right, bring it home. Let's listen to this. Gwyneth Paltrow hopes that one day no one knows she was even involved with Goop. So, uh, in order to build What? A, yeah, she's going to leave Goop. Oh, wait a minute. I get it. Are we doing a Bob's Red Mill here? Bequeathing the... Build the build the thing and then bequeath it to the people that need it next? I think it might be that. Bob is the, the, the grain man. The grain master. Wholesome, organic, great grains, and he built a wonderful company, and then he gave it to his employees. Like a boss. He, like, he like wrote giant check to launch these nutrition research schools and... I think he's in Oregon. Shit. I don't know if he's in Oregon. He's somewhere. I don't know if she's taking it that far. Okay. In order to build the brand, I want to... Con- I, wait, build what are you, la- are you laughing already? Build the brand. Yeah, I'm laughing already. Well, it's an unsavory fact just, of modern what? life. We build brands now. That's what we do. But that's We're my, building this fucking brand. That's my point. Oh, man. Well, that got off the rails. Ten years ago, who said build brand? Advertisers. That's it. 
Yeah. Marketers at companies. Now everybody's building a brand. It's because we're this, all on social media. I, Everyone is their own why. personal brand, Mark. I know why, but it's useless effort. Well, for some. In order to build the brand, I want to build... Oh, boy. I'm an influencer. In order to build the brand, I want to build its scalability is limited if I connect it to the brand, she says. So this is very confusing. So I always think, how can I grow the brand? How can I separate myself from the brand? And I think it's... From the band. I want to break the band up. He's got to get away from Coldplay. Yeah, run. And I think it's going to be more of its own brand. More and more, I would like it to be its own brand. My dream is that one day no one will remember that I had anything to do with it. Ah, she wants it to be bigger than her. Yeah. That's what, a generousness of spirit. It is. Do we know the ultimate goals of Goop, though? What's their mission statement? I don't. Probably you looking look that, that up? up? I can look that up. No, I'm just opening the, the article. Nah, I'm just doing this on the fly while a podcast. That's what a podcaster does, dude. A weekly lifestyle publication curated by Gwyneth Paltrow. All right. So who's it become curated by? Well, not her, because it's bigger than her. Well, so if it's lifestyle, it seems less driven by societal change. Well, But oh you know what? There's God. room for that shit. On Goop, the ever-evolving intent is to make every choice count. Okay. I don't know. We're all resource-strapped, so we hope to surface the very best experiences, recipes, products, and advice. Okay. And so the resource is subjective? Launched in the fall of 2008 out of Gwyneth Paltrow's kitchen as a homespun weekly newsletter, yep. Goop wanted a place to organize... Oh, no, GP. Gwyneth Paltrow wanted a place to organize her unbiased travel recommend... Okay, travel recommendations, health-centric recipes, and shopping discoveries for friends. And she also wanted to get her own questions about health, fitness, and the psyche answered. Well, why didn't she start a tiny letter? She did a newsletter. Well, but she's monetizing the shit now. Goop has become a fully formed lifestyle site offering a tycoon. Okay, I, I got it. I got it. Good for you. Well, I don't know. I'm happy. Somebody knows how to build a lifestyle brand. Yeah. I mean, do it, we? We know how to build a lifestyle brand. Yeah. Sitting by, on by the couch. taking a big crap all over it every week. <laughs> yep. You build it up and then you shit on it. You destroy it every time. That's that way, style. it's like a phoenix. It rises from the ashes once again. And it's fine. You may think that Gwyneth Paltrow is vapid. You could make that case. But you know what? What are you spinning your finger around for? Yeah, I know it's time to wrap it up. That's what I'm trying to do. I, I appreciate you conducting that. <laughs> Just letting you know. With your that little was an off-air cue. Oh, it was. Okay. I don't remember what my point was. Hey, we she a reaches a lot of people. Overall, her message is a positive one. Yeah. There's something, there's something amiss, but you know what? Hey, you know what? You Good be honor. you. Good honor. You be you. She be she. I'll be me. You be you. She be she. We can be a little of she. She can be a little of me. There's things to learn. Me can be a little of we. You know what we got to do? We got to get them all in a room. We can't do it because David Foster Wallace killed himself. Wendell Berry, George Saunders, Gwyneth. I'll, st- I'll stand in for Foster Wallace. Let's get them all in a red convertible and let's cruise through wine country. Sold. We now have some some outro music for you. That you, uh, you know, it was a nice little cut there, but you want to introduce it? Oh, why not? It's, uh, it's this band. I, I'm, I'm bad at pronouncing words anyway, but let me try. Tassiomancy. The song is called Do Easy. It's from their album, also, I believe, called Do Easy. This is a duo from... Oh, boy. You 
nailing it. Great episode. The planet Earth. Something